You are listening to the Rolling Tape Podcast, and this is Matt Minton's interview from the Toronto International Film Festival with Jen Markowitz, the director of Summer Camp. I'm with The Rolling Tape, and today I'll be speaking with filmmaker Jen Markowitz, the director of the new documentary Summer Camp. Markowitz previously directed the TV series Vice Canada Reports in the fabulous show with Faye and Fluffy. The film is premiering at TIFF and follows a summer camp in the rural town of Alberta, where a group of queer, non-binary, and trans teenagers feel supported and get to just be themselves. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today, Jen. It's a pleasure to be here, Matt. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So just to start off, I'd love to hear about what drew you to telling this project? Um, I mean, I'm a big fan of queer and trans youth and, and I, and I wanted to do everything I could to help them tell their stories. I think that there's, I grew up at a time where queer stories were not always, uh, uplifting in films about queer people. And so I really wanted to do whatever I could to put something out there into the world that kids could see and feel very affirmed, see themselves reflected in. Definitely. What was sort of the process and logistics of film at the summer camp? Well, we established a relationship with the camp early on. And then a few months before camp started, I sent out an email to basically all the campers who were confirmed. And I told them a little bit about myself and I asked them, if they wanted, you know, I said, if anybody is interested in hearing more or wants to meet me or wants to take part, please let me know. And, you know, some kids responded. Others, I, I didn't hear from until I met them at the camp. And one by one, I think these kids just kind of got on board and we, we got on board together to make this together. And then once I got to the camp, I think, you know, I'm, once they met me in person, I think a lot more of them were really into taking part in this because we made it we made it really fun and I made it clear from the beginning that I wanted it to be a collaboration between all of us and that I wasn't looking to manipulate anybody's story in any way I wanted to really hear from them and I wanted them to tell their own stories absolutely speaking more about that collaboration what was sort of your approach when you're directing the the kids at the summer camp I brought them into the process quite a bit so every time we had the cameras up. They knew exactly what we were doing. They knew exactly what we were going for. And so when they heard me pipe in from behind the camera saying like, you know, asking them if they wanted to touch on a certain topic, they knew exactly what was up and we were all in it together. It was a very smooth process, actually. Definitely. Are there any specific moments or like filmmaking choices you ended up making because of the participants that like you didn't expect or initially weren't planning for? Yeah, I, I was actually surprised at how much these kids really wanted to share. Um, there's a scene with a few of them talking about one of them having a crush on somebody at camp and they were comparing their own experiences with self-harm. Um, you know, these kids really, they really opened up and that aspect of it surprised me. I knew that they would 
get comfortable enough and 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 want to have fun on camera. Um, but the the deeper conversations that they were willing to have with each other while I was a bystander with the cameras, that that was a surprise to me. They were really open, they were really open to sharing. I know Summer Camp was your feature film directorial debut. So what was it like transitioning from TV to film? It was interesting because in TV, there's not always an opportunity to participate so honestly as a storyteller. There's a lot of, you know, due to the nature of TV and cliffhangers, and et cetera, you know, you kind of have to get drama in a certain way that sometimes surprise the participants, surprises the participants when they watch back and see how things have been cut together. Um, and so it was really nice to have an opportunity to tell these kids, this is exactly what I was going for. Um, and reassure them that I was not going to pull any surprises. I was not going to try to sneak any footage of them when they, that they didn't know about. And that I was going to let them tell their own stories and I was not going to try to twist those stories in a way to make them any more um, captivating than they just naturally were. It was a, it was a, a good, lovely, honest filmmaking experience. Yeah. What do you think you've sort of learned about yourself as a filmmaker throughout this process versus the other projects you've previously worked on? That's a good question. Um, Let me think about that for a second. I mean, connecting with subjects is always something that I cherish. I've always tried to take really good care of the subjects that I'm filming, regardless of what the content is. If it's TV, if it's doc TV, if it's a reality TV competition or this film. Um, I think... I don't really know the answer to that one. <laughs> Maybe I, I I don't know what I've learned. I think, you know what? The bulk of what I learned from these these subjects was more so about who I am as a person than than who I am as a filmmaker. It really opened my eyes to a lot of aspects from my past growing up as a queer kid. And it really allowed me to delve into who I was and heal a little bit of some of the regrets that I had from not being a little more out, being afraid to be out and being afraid to find community as a kid. It made me a lot more compassionate to the kid version of my adult queer self. That was my biggest takeaway, I think. Yeah. Was your personal experiences, was that what drove you to tell the story in the first place? I mean, telling queer stories has always been the number one reason that I do this and getting to help these young queer and trans kids tell their own stories. It was really special to me because I grew up at a time when queer people didn't really tell their own stories and queer kids certainly never had an opportunity to tell their stories rarely had an opportunity to see their stories told even by, you know, people who didn't know tons about that community. 
Um, so it's always been a priority of mine to go hard in queer programming and, you know, get as many voices out there as I can and, and, and try to create some work that younger queer people will feel affirmed in when they see it. Absolutely. And that really resonated with me as like a queer non-binary person myself. Like when I was watching this movie, I was like, I just, I wish I could have had a movie like this when I was younger, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I felt that while I was making it. I felt that while I was in post, I felt that at the camp. A place like this camp would completely change every, the life of every kid who had the opportunity to go there. And there's so much, I think there's so much trauma left in, in the older generation of queers when they think about their upbringing. And it, you know, seeing that a camp like this exists, you realize it really, it doesn't have to be like that. We don't, we don't all have to do it alone. And we don't all have to figure it out with very little information at our fingertips. And, you know, a lot of that starts with the parents, though, too. Like, it's not just a matter of these kids, of, of kids seeing this film. It's a matter of getting their caregivers on board and their caregivers to see that when you just accept your kid, even if you do not understand, they will grow up feeling safe and they will grow up okay and they'll feel good about themselves and they will really figure out who they are. And instead of, Instead of entering a room and looking for the small sliver of space that that room has for a kid that's unlike every other kid in the room, they'll just go in there as themselves and let the room find space to hold them. It's up to everybody else to find space for them, not up to these kids to figure out a tiny little spot where they can fit. Overall, what kind of impact do you hope this film will have? When you were making it, was your audience mainly young queer people or were you also hoping to target older audiences like parents that you mentioned? I think I, I think I want, I definitely want everybody to enjoy it. I wanted to make something that was palatable for a wide audience. I specifically wanted young queer kids to see this and see themselves and, and feel you know, see that mirror of themselves on screen because that was, that's always really impactful. I remember every time that I saw myself mirrored back at me, it was so rare when I was a kid. So I really wanted to hopefully give some kids that opportunity. And I also wanted a larger audience to see that this community is, they are just normal kids. And if you let them be normal kids, They will figure out who they are. They will be happy. They will be confident. They will grow up into a vibrant and rich life. I think as much as I don't love to cater to an audience that needs the community of young trans people demystified, because I, I don't, you know, that's not, I don't think that's why we, that's not why queer people are here to like explain themselves to a wider audience. As much as I don't love to, set things up for that audience, it it also was important to me that they see this film and see that, you know, that this is just, this is just a bunch of kids. They're not, they're not doing anything different than any old regular kid. And there's nothing about this community that 
should cause alarm. Really, when you get down to the brass tacks of it, these are just kids trying to grow up, like lay off them already. Let them be. Definitely. And really, I think what also resonated with me was just like letting queer kids be kids and just letting them experience that joy. And that's something I think a lot of queer kids like myself growing up don't experience because we're not able to be themselves. So having that space and just really as a filmmaker, letting that space just speak for itself, I thought was really powerful. On that, on what you just said, it, it, like, I really went into this camp experience thinking of all of the things that I hadn't done as a kid. I hadn't like gone to a dance where I could dance with someone that I had a crush on. I, you know, I hadn't dressed the way that I wanted and I kept really quiet about who I was. And so, you know, I think it's just a really important, as you said, just let these kids be kids, let these kids do normal kid things because it's a, you know, it's a really lovely and important aspect of childhood just to like figure out who you are. And I think, you know, a lot of us didn't really get that chance until we were a lot older. Speaking more about the filmmaking involved, did you always know you were going to do a documentary at some point in your life or was did this kind of surprise you? It kind of surprised me. It kind of did. Um, it was just this like lovely gift that came into my orbit and got me kind of back on track with where my values are in terms of the work I want to do. Um, yeah surprised me and really at the same time made me incredibly happy. What are some of the elements that are sort of invisible in the act of filmmaking, especially with a documentary that you think audiences may overlook or things that people, you know, could appreciate more about the genre? I think there's a lot of value in collaboration with subjects and that is not that is that doesn't really lend itself to the style of every type of documentary but in my case that was that was something i put a lot of energy into was making sure that everything was transparent with these subjects they all knew exactly what we were filming um and so they all really got involved it's when i direct that I always, I, I always, I've said this one thing a couple of times. There are two types of directors. There's a type of director who's going to say, take this firework and go over there and light it. And there's a type of director who's going to say, let's go over there and light some fireworks together. And the latter style really gets the subjects excited about like creating a story together. And to me, that is, yeah, to me, that is, that's, an aspect of the filmmaking style that went into this that I I don't think people see unless you really bring it to their attention. What are other queer films, maybe even documentaries that inspired you in the process? Hmm. There are a lot of queer creatives that are making interesting docs these days. Chase Joint is one of them. Uh, Zachary Drucker is one of them. Uh, there's a show called Sort Of on CBC Gem. 
Bilal Baig is making. I think what inspires me is more so innovative stories and the act of queer people telling their own stories and the act of real allies, exec producing projects and trusting their queer creatives to, to, to tell those stories as opposed to sort of, I think that there can sometimes be, let me think how I'm going to answer this. I think there can sometimes be a tendency to, think about this question actually these are really good questions I think it can be hard to trust young creatives when you are trying to work within a money-making system like making tv and making films but you can really see from this like watershed of queer programming coming out that when you set people up in this specific case young queer creatives, when you set them up and empower them to tell their own stories, they are really impactful stories at the end of the day. When you set them up to run their own shows and tell their own stories, you get the programming that's going to really influence people and really cut through to an audience. Absolutely. Did you always kind of know that you wanted to tell queer stories? Like from the beginning of your filmmaking? Yeah, always. I think from the, from the first, I came out, I came out when I was in film school and the first project I made after that was queer. And I did a couple of short films early in my career. And those were just very focused on queer normalcy. They were not particularly films about queerness. So were so much as they had queer characters in them. It's always been a priority for me. To just normalize it and get as much of it out there as I can. And now with the film premiering at TIFF, I'd love to hear about like what this recognition means to you. Any feelings or emotions you have about all of that? I keep saying this. Like I, I found out about TIFF a couple, maybe a month and a half ago now. And I keep saying this, but I don't think it's sunk in yet. I really don't. Um, I'm really using it as an opportunity to make it about the kids in the film. That is really what it's about for me is, is getting these kids stories out there, letting them speak for themselves. I just, the biggest impact for me is that the world is going to get to know these kids. You know, I think that's really where my heart lies with this TIFF premiere is being really excited that I get to introduce the world to these incredible young people. How did they react or when they found out the news about the film going to TIFF? Well, I just went back to camp as the artist in residence this year. So I caught up with a bunch of them and everybody is just like over the moon excited. All of them are just, they, all day long I was, I was talking to them about it and they just all think it's so surreal. A couple of them have uh, picked up on like press, press clippings with photos of them, they're all just like living in it so hard. It's really, really cute. Definitely. What do you think that kind of platform can mean for queer youth? The platform of like 
appearing in a film that goes to town. Yeah, or just having that, like, such a big festival and having people from all across the world getting to see their story. I think it's just going to be like a confidence boost for them and for other kids that see the film. How are the kids doing now? I know you just said you caught up with them. Have they seen the film? They're going to see the film in a couple of days with me on a, we're doing like a little remote viewing before it hits. Before they see themselves on the big screen, I wanted them to kind of know what the film was going to be, because I think it can be kind of dysregulating to see yourself on screen. And I know that they'll all be asked a bunch of questions after I wanted them to get an idea of it soon. Um, what was the other question? How they're doing, how they're doing after a year. Yeah. They're thriving. Kids that hardly said a, a, a syllable in our first conversations are thriving. They're running their GSAs. They're leading pride parades in their small towns. They're, you know, like getting into some more gender affirming fashion binders, HRT. They're getting legal name changes. Like these are kids that barely could look another person in the eye a year ago. And because of the impact this camp had, they are now really honoring who they are and allowing the world to make space for them. Demanding that the world make space for them, actually. Overall, for audiences who go to see this film, that's if maybe people who um, have never been to a summer camp like this, people um, who really could have used a camp like this when they were young, what kind of impact do you hope it has? Or even for people who are not queer or are just walking into this film blindly and are just you know, getting to see this story for the first time. Mm -hmm. I think camp can be very relatable. I mean, if people, for, for all types of people, if they didn't go as kids, it certainly is, you know, a common thing we see in films. People generally know what a summer camp is about. So, you know, I think a, a certain percentage of the audience will get a lot out of that. I just want the audience to see these kids having fun. And I want, and I want, queer kids to see this film and know that like you can have like a cute nice fun authentic life there are other kids like you and you're gonna grow up okay it's really about the importance of community for me because it really clicked that these campers having each other and having supportive parents um which i know not everybody is lucky enough to have those are all key elements in, 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 in growing up and being, you know, a confident, tenacious adult. And I, I, I would hope that, I would hope that some parents would see the film and understand the vast impact that their acceptance can have on their kids too. Mostly I just want queer kids to see this and see themselves on screen, you know, like the way when I was growing up, it was films like Reality Bites and Empire Records and Dazed and Confused that were all these like ensemble pieces with teenagers, but there were never any queer characters. And I, 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 I just hope that kids see this film and see a representation of a really fun teenagehood that reflects them as queer people. Absolutely. And I think it's also really important just to have a queer film that is uplifting and positive because i think a lot of the queer films 
and there's a place for these kinds of films too, but are very emotionally heavy, very depressing. And that's like a pattern I've noticed in like the films that kind of, I grew up with that were queer. So I think it's going to be really beautiful just to have this film. That's, that is just about having fun in life and just being yourself. Yeah. I like that. That sounds like you really get it. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to say or anything else you hope that people, uh, anything else you want people to know about the film? No, I think I'm good. These are great questions that you asked me cover a lot. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for your time today. Really, really appreciate it. And I can't wait for the world to see the film. <laughs>